Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What up? This is Chrissy McQueen with So I Married a Movie Geek. Justin Winters is here as usual. Thank God, because without him, there would be no Movie Geek, and it would be So I Married nothing. Nobody. I'd be alone. It'd be very sad. Be a cat lady. But you know what? On this episode, it's very, very special because we have guests. Be our guests. Be our guests. We have Dave from Super Movie Brothers Podcast. What? What? And his beautiful wife, Lauren. Applause, 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 applause. Welcome, guys. Thanks Thank for you. having us. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, they uh, recently, how, how long have you guys been married now? Two weeks. Since so March 10th. Re- March 10th. Is that three a, weeks? A, a, yeah. All right. Three weeks. Congratulations. <laughs> three. Are, have you started to regret it yet, Lauren? <laughs> um, earlier today, when he texted me about where his stupid drill battery was as I'm at work, and I'm like... What the fuck did I do? What, what do you want me to do? I'm at work sitting down and I never use a goddamn drill in this house. Why would I know where the freaking charger is for your drill? But when you came home and looked for it, did you find it? No, I did because I don't use the drill. <laughs> so you know, Thus proving that it's not in this house. At least I was right guys, about that. It's it, not fucking probably here. Probably not in the house now. It's probably not. It, it, sounds, it sounds like you guys are married. You're well on your way to a happy marriage of... <laughs> Things like that happening all the time. So, uh, How long have you guys been together? Oh, God, four years almost. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're practically married. Yeah, we lived together for two years before we got <laughs> married. So, so, so yeah, we already so knew Lauren, what we were getting La- into. <laughs> Lauren married a movie geek as well, so we decided it would be a good week to, um, you know, what do we what do we call this, Dave? It was like uh, meet on Skype, couples meeting on Skype together. <laughs> It sounds so terrible. It sounds so dirty. It really does. It's, I told Dave, we sound I was like, like a weird like, yeah. couple. Yeah, it's like couples <laughs> meet at the like, Red Roof Inn. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Craigslist casual encounters. <laughs> uh, no, so Dave, uh, Dave and I are part of Potter and Family. We are part of the hashtag Movie Pod Squad online, and uh, so yeah, we're we're bros. He's he's the super movie bros, but I'm kind of like a honorary bro in the background of his bros, right? That's Dave, a, is that correct? That, that is right. Yeah, uh, we have very long, deep, intimate conversations <laughs> through the internet. I talk I talk to Dave more than I talk to my real in life friends. So. I was just gonna say, so is this how I find out that you're leaving me? You're like, so you know, I really love Dave from Super Movie Bros. I think I'm gonna like be one of his bros. I'm like, all right, is this bros before host time? Are you like being like, bye, bye, Felicia. I'm going to go be on that podcast. I mean, you can ask Dave this, but I kind of consider myself kind of a therapist to Dave online. That's true. I I have like wild mood swings. (laughs) He's always seems to be angry and uh, he comes on angry and starts, you know, talking about what he's angry about. And I just respond with gifts of like, what's wrong? You're awesome. (laughs) And then then I hear about him being angry at something on Twitter or something or someone else <laughs> pissing him off in the podcast and I hear about it. So, you know, it's fun. 
It's fun for all of us. I can only imagine. Lauren, you're probably like, is this another podcast thing? It's, always a, podcast it's thing? always a podcast thing. Always. <laughs> See, you guys should just be happy that we're doing something we love, that we have a hobby, that... Chrissy, don't give me that face. I'm not giving you any face. Don't gi- don't give Dave that face, Lauren. <laughs> I'm not giving him a face. <laughs> I stopped so, uh, listening so- like five minutes ago. <laughs> So, so, so not only are we happy to have Dave and Lauren uh, on the show, but we have two movies um, that one of which have been on Chrissy's list she's never seen for a while that we've wanted to talk about. But it seems that both movies, neither of, of the ladies here on the podcast tonight had seen before Dave and I made them watch them. Before you held us hostage? Held. I don't know about you, Dave. Did you? Was there any kind of shackles or... Did you uh, sit on her or make her? It, it, did you watch them it willing? It took a lot of coaxing to get her to <laughs> want to sit through Big Trouble Little China. She got through the first five minutes and was just like, I hate this. Like, I absolutely hate this. And Lauren, you are my spirit animal. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. I hated it within the first five minutes. Yeah. Oh, Lauren. So two, so two, two John Carpenter movies, two uh, Kurt Russell movies. We watched Big Trouble in Little China and Escape from L.A., which uh, Dave had not seen either. So Wait a minute, wait a minute. That was Kurt Russell in Big Trouble in Little yes. China? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, why does Patrick Swayze have long hair and muscles? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I was really confused. Uh, That's so, what the computer so... wore tennis shoes grew up to be. <laughs> that means nothing to her, Dave. No, nothing. But, but I like the visual idea of a computer wearing tennis <laughs> yeah, shoes. Yeah, I, I didn't get it either. I didn't understand so, it. Kurt Russell so, made like um, a billion Disney movies when he was in his teenage years, and the computer wore t- the computer wore tennis shoes was one of them. He was like a computer in his head. It's and it's wore a, tennis shoes. Well, it's just a fucking euthanism. Jesus, man! <laughs> you would have had to have been there. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. you would have had to grow Lauren, up in the sixties. La- <laughs> <laughs> hey, so so uh, Lauren, had you seen any uh, other like John Carpenter movies? Yes, the uh, thing were, were you. And I enjoyed the thing. So when I saw his name pop up on this movie, I was like, oh, really? He he has no respect for himself or something? That's what I thought. <laughs> and Halloween. You've seen Hall- the original yeah, Halloween. Halloween. That's John yeah. Carpenter. Did I see anything else okay. by him? Probably not. No? Okay. Ghost, so, of, Ghost of Mars with Ice Cube? <laughs> no, I did not see that. Okay. Maybe he just makes a lot so of bad Chrissy, movies. Chris- <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Halloween, we watched for the podcast. Chrissy seen that. We saw the thing for the podcast. That Chrissy was a good movie. That. We uh, uh, saw They Live for the podcast. So you've seen that one, Chrissy, right? Yep. Sure. They Live. I don't remember it. The one with the the sunglass, the glasses. You remember? And they see when they put the glasses on, they see like the aliens underneath the skin. Type thing. Nope. Rowdy Rowdy yes, Piper. You have, Chrissy. <laughs> put the <laughs> damn glasses on. <laughs> This is... I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> you don't know who Rowdy so Rowdy Piper is? I, don't, I, don't... <laughs> I at least knew Rowdy Rowdy Piper. But I watched wrestling growing up, so it was easy to anyway. know who he is. I'm, I, I'm just the shrug emoji, guys. I'm the perpetual shrug emoji on the couch. Like, <laughs> you definitely watched that movie, Chrissy. I, I grew up with you. brothers, so okay. I watched well... wrestling. Oh, see, there you go. See, she's already cooler than me. I'm I'm an only child who grew up reading and, <laughs> and watching television and never watching any movies. Welcome to our podcast. 
I never so, watched movies. So we don't want to we keep you guys up. to watch movies, really. We watched whatever crap my mom had on TV, and it's that was like Roseanne and King of Queens. Roseanne's not crap. Yeah, yeah, Roseanne is crap. It's got John Goodman. Nothing with John Goodman yeah, is crap. Yeah, Roseanne's kind of shitty. Thank uh, you. Thank you. After she won the lottery, yeah, it You're was welcome. shitty. <laughs> no, it was a pretty shitty show. It sucked. All right, so guys, let's let's get right to it. Let's let's start with our first movie that we uh, made everyone watch. It is uh, from 1986, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, good. I'm glad we're doing this one. First. Yeah, right. <laughs> really? Really? Um, yes. This is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. It's a pretty amazing planet we live on here, and a man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe. There is a hidden world where ancient evil weaves a modern mystery. What's going on here? Is this some kind of... Magic. The darkest magic. They call it Little China. Finally, we shall bring order out of chaos. It's where Big Trouble was waiting for Jack Burton. Who? Jack Burton. Me. Jack. Jack. Jack! They told him to go to hell. He made one move. And that's just where he's going. Somebody, I don't care who, tell me what is going on. Okay, so uh, we're going to go to our, our guests first, and um, we're going to go to our guests who hadn't seen the movie before now and ask Lauren your initial thoughts, overall thoughts on, on Big Trouble in Little China. Um, I ended up being really, really angry at Dave for wasting, <laughs> what, an hour and a half, two hours of my time watching that movie, because usually on, what was it, when did we watch it, Thursday night? Thursday night, yeah. Thursday night. Around 8 o'clock is when he sat me down to put on the movie and watch it. And usually I feel like I can watch anything else on a Thursday night at 8 o'clock. And I was watching that movie. And it was terrible from the first second of the movie. I hated everything about it. To be fair, we picked the best day. We have no prescribed TV shows on Thursday night. You just usually catch up on shitty Lethal Weapon or... or uh... Lethal Weapon is over for the season, so I can't watch <laughs> Or Criminal Weapon. Minds, which I hate procedural crime things. Like My educational <laughs> background just, just causes me to show, fucking Dave. hate it's it. It's a TV show, it. okay? That's not how criminal profiling works. Then no one would want to watch Ugh. it. Anyway, guys, you sound like you've been married for years, guys. <laughs> so, so just in case anyone out there has never seen Big Trouble in Little China, here's the log line from IMDb for it. And this pretty much sums it up. It says, an all-American trucker gets dragged into a centuries-old mystical battle in Chinatown. There you go. I can't. There you I go. Okay, so we heard what Lauren said. She hates it and wishes she would have watched TV instead. Chrissy, what did you think of Big Trouble in Little China? So my heart just literally fell out of my chest because Lauren's like, 
I was really mad that I spent an hour and a half, two hours on this. Of, and like, that's time I want back out of my life and out of my day. And I was like, girl, you have no idea how often I feel that way with movies that Justin makes me sit through. Especially worse when you work like, you know, 40, 50 hours a week. And especially, especially worse when you have two kids because you're like, wow, what's this? An hour to myself? I know. I'll watch this super shitty movie. And that's exactly what Big Trouble in Little China was. Five minutes in was, I think, the perfect kind of marker as to when it went from like, I don't know, what's it going to be, to, oh, wow, this is really shit. And the rest of the movie could not make up for itself. I went in and out of consciousness watching it. And then by the time it got to the end, and spoiler alert, everyone dies in the span of like two minutes of the, the bad guys, I was like, well, okay, cool. How's that one die? That one's done. That one's done. Good. Can I get up now? Are we done? Yep. All right. Cool. God damn it, Chrissy. Jeez. <laughs> I didn't root for anybody. I, I rooted think, for the movie I, to be I over. I think you were being a little dramatic. Yeah, no, that's all I wanted was the movie that just ended. And I didn't bad. care. I, yeah, same. Uh, Dave can back me up on this. I think you guys are being a little dramatic. Just a bit harsh. Just, Just a, a bit, bit harsh. It was a it's really a trouble- bad movie. The, no, it the movie terrible. is so and cheesy and it's so fun. It's I understand so fun. that there are awful movies that people love. I'm sure I like awful movies, but this one was just really, really bad. Like, yes. I don't understand why anyone would actually want to waste their time to watch this dumb, stupid fucking movie. Well, wait, Dave said it was fun, and I'm putting this in air quotes. What was so fun about this movie, <laughs> well, Dave? We're going to get to what, what's fun about it, Chrissy. But I want to know. Do, oh you, do you know this All movie right, has it's... a... Wait, wait. Dave, just so we can back back up there, our, our, <laughs> our, our case here. 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, my God. 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. This movie is a great movie, guys. And you guys Fuck are because, off. Because, like, YouTube and... Like, what, 10 of my friends were really mad that I didn't like this movie when I posted it about it on Facebook. There are a lot of people really, really mad at me that I didn't like the movie. And then I'm looking at these people, and I'm like, you would like this movie. You would yes. Like this type of what does that mean, Lauren? What what type of people are we? Those what are the people of- who voted for Trump. What? <laughs> Shut your face. No, they're the geeks. They're the nerds. They're they're like our okay. the, our people. Like those those are the people. The people that rule the world now are the yeah, people that love this movie. It's my they get the kitsch. They like, get they so those are uh, the people mad at me and then like Sam and Kim. So, <laughs> yeah. It's I, my friends that you like. So, yeah, every, it's people like you. Not that there's anything wrong with people like people you, like you. But... Oh my god! Yeah, I feel like I feel like if you and Chrissy ruled the world, like you would be deporting people like me and Justin. Like you would just be rounding us up, forcing no, us to I build a wall, and then kicking us on the other side of it. Movies like that, I would take those movies, put them in a big pile, and burn. this is a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt on and young like, geeks. And I'll make you watch them burn. Nope, this is just the crossover Escape from LA. We're gonna put you on the island with all the shitty movies, and we get the rest of the country. It sounds like you guys, you guys haven't seen enough truly shitty movies if you're thinking this one is a <laughs> shitty movie that you want to lauren round hasn't up seen the burn. room yet oh hi mark no but yeah, that's a I great was, movie <laughs> i i wanted i was trying to think of really bad movies that i've watched that might have been worse than this movie and i just couldn't think of anything i mean there has yep. to be something so we Dave, watch Dave. hours of children's television that is just god awful no that doesn't count <sighs> That's made this to is... entertain a two-year-old. Nope. I this think I'd cow. actually rather watch Caillou, and that says a lot. What <laughs> are you talking Caillou. about? He's no. I'm telling you. Dave. <laughs> Falcon s- scream. Save this. What, <laughs> what, 
what is your uh, what's your thoughts on Big Trouble in Little China? What's oh, your man. history with this movie? So right off the bat, it just starts off with that with that big ass truck, and it says "Holland Ass" with the naked lady silhouette on the grill. Uh, he's just such a cartoon character. It's so cheesy. I love the whole montage in the beginning of him just like he he's obviously out of place in Chinatown, but everybody fucking loves him. He's that guy, uh, and he gets sucked into this crazy weird Chinese black magic world, and then he's in some alleyway fight and three Raidens from Mortal Kombat just fall out of the sky. It's amazing. It makes no sense. And then they meet the really old guy <laughs> uh, who's like the, the head bad guy who's behind it all. And it's my favorite part of the movie. It's when you first see him and he has that, what? <laughs> I have a question. So the big, um, the big fight that happened in the alleyway uh-huh. does this just happen all the time in chinatown in like, chinatown it does <laughs> yes these two like gangs just get together all the time and fight like who picks up all the dead suspension bodies? of disbelief this is not your world it's just it's just fun it's just who coordinates fun. the outfits they were so well coordinated <laughs> i didn't is, know what was going on there's like this some is weird funeral thing happening <laughs> yes these other guys come and i bet you if that big truck wasn't blocking the entranceway these funeral guys would have saw those other guys and at least had a chance to defend themselves uh. a little bit better and but the stupid truck was blocking the alleyway and totally hid the uh i guess the guys in the red or were the other guys attacking people in what were yellow yellow yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like if they're trying to be west side story they're doing it wrong they're just, they're just doing wrong. it wrong. Well, uh, Chrissy yeah. and I, Chrissy and I, we we got married in San Francisco and uh, at, at City Hall in San, San Francisco. Right after that, we went to eat in an Italian restaurant, and then after that, we went to Chinatown and sang karaoke. And there were gang wars everywhere around <laughs> us, pretty much. Like we okay, so the- it just happens all the time. Raiden, yeah, Raidens were there all, all the-, the time, and no one cares. It's just exactly, I guess. It's- okay. It's popu- It's population control in, in Chinatown. So. Part for the course. Definitely. So, I have another did you watch this as a kid? About this so movie. many questions, Lauren. Go. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, were people just randomly taking the pigs off his truck? Is he not selling the pigs that were on the truck? Because I feel like everyone just run- went up right to this guy's truck and started. Taking he was the already pigs. paid for the delivery. I didn't see this payment happen. When did the transaction happen? I saw the guy get out of the truck and all these. Little Chinese men are Your problems with this truck. movie are bigger. Let go with the let, let go of the minutia. <laughs> these are okay? the nit- let go of the these, minutia. These are the nittiest nitpicks I've ever heard in my life. I know. Lauren. Yeah, you, let go you of the must be So so Lauren's thinking about the pigs. Chrissy's like, okay, what street on San Francisco are they at? Have I, I been did, to the street? I did think that. I was like, is it market? <laughs> Instead of you know what listening to what's going on, paying attention <laughs> to the story. What story? This what is... fucking story, Justin Winters? So this is... Oh, God. Do I have to explain I mean, this at one point, I did look up, and I didn't know what was going on, so maybe I did miss something for maybe the 10 minutes I fell asleep at one point. <laughs> so basically, just... ba- basically what what Big Trouble in Little China is, it's it's like an old school... Oh, West- you're going to explain this. Okay. Old school Western that's set in Chinatown of San Francisco. So Jack Burton, played by Kurt Russell... Is a truck driver in this movie? Just but just imagine, you know, he's a a lone, you know, lone guy riding into town on his horse. He's the John Wayne of this movie. He he talks like John Wayne, 
constantly. I thought John movie. Wayne was a little bit cooler than him and made <laughs> yep. better movies. But that's the thing. So, so even <laughs> though I mean, that's just what I heard of John Wayne. And totally. So e- even though he plays the John Wayne in this movie, he's like the fuck up John Wayne. He doesn't do anything right throughout the whole movie. Mostly, he's the guy. He's the regular old dude that's responding to all this crazy shit that's going around about him. He's uh, full of shit constantly. He's talking about how cool he is, you know, how he's the the Port Chop. What's the name of his? The Port Chop Express. That's the name of his truck. Um, but he's, it had a name. You know, he's p- trying to pick up on Kim Cattrall, ev- everyone, all the women in the movie, and basically he only saves the day at the end, um, just out of that the blue. Dave missed. Yeah, I did miss it. Dave but missed it. I've seen Big Trouble before, so I was doing Lucky other things. Lucky for him, I was watching at that last scene. Dude, so Kurt Russell is the coolest guy he knows. Like <laughs> That's what this movie is. He's the coolest guy he knows, and he wants to hang out with himself. He gets a kick out of himself. He's the, he's, he's, he's he's the hero of his own film, uh, and, you know, but he, riding into this town, there's, he, there's all these other gangs, you know, uh, trying to kill him, trying to uh, uh, kidnap chicks everywhere. Like it's a crazy movie, but I like it. I thought it's great. But why? Why, Justin? You why? substantiated I, your argument because I love westerns. I love uh, martial, you do. I love martial arts. You do? Yes. What? Just because I don't watch tons of them Wait, with you or for the show? Any of them? You don't know me that well. We have Chris been together a. almost 13 years, sir, and I've never heard you once espouse your love for either martial arts or westerns, much less both. <laughs> well, <laughs> just wait. Now Oh shit. Now you know what's coming. Oh, no. Yeah, now you know it's coming. Why yeah. did I open up that can of worms? You open that up. Yep. That's It's it's got a great It's got a great 80s soundtrack, you know, you got John Carpenter doing the score. No. It's got great special effects. It's got great oh, special yeah. effects. Yeah. Practical time. effects are so good. Yeah, and that weird ball thing with the the, with the eyes, the eyeball. Mouth. That's what it was. Yeah, that was that was real. What about cool. uh? What Chrissy, about Chrissy Chewbacca's inbred cousin? Yeah, Chewbacca's inbred cousin. I love that part. Chrissy, tell us about the 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 monster uh, that just popped out of nowhere that you liked in this movie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? Remember the monster, like the the monsters, like roar, like grab people and like take them places. Vaguely, he's, he's on the he's at the end of the movie on his truck, and you're like, "What's he doing there?" Remember that? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one that I said was Chewbacca's inbred cousin. <laughs> Chris, so Chrissy <laughs> slept through a good thirty five to forty percent of this movie. But so. I but I do remember the last. Like when I I referenced this earlier, when everybody was kind of getting killed off one at a time, the guy who like hulked out because he 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 hulked out throughout the movie, but this time like he couldn't control his hulking. That's my his name. His name was Thunder. (laughs) (laughs) Was he Thunder? So it was Thunder, Lightning, and Rain. Was that right? Yes. Yes. Oh, I didn't get any of them. They had names. They're the Raiden. They're the Raidens, as as Dave called them. uh, Kurt Russell. I know he had a name in the movie, right? Jack. Like John or Jack. Jack Burton. Jack, yeah. oh, I was right. I yes, don't know. look at yes. me. I was just Jack. Jack. That Jack. With Jay. So Jack All Burton right. was kind of like the the um the early podcaster. He was like on his what? on his CB while he was driving his truck, just uh, telling stories about shit. No one's even listening. What? So, so true story. Um, my dad was a heavy equipment rental driver, and uh, you know, glorified truck truck driver. And they had a CB radio, and I was obsessed with that thing and I would always turn it on on like different like channels and I'd just talk to random t- truck drivers all the time. <laughs> I'm they sure were, they loved you. They were like, what are you doing on this channel? I'd be like, hi. 
Hi, my name is Kristen. I'm five. And they're like, what are you doing Hey, Chrissy, what's your age, sex <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, kid. Yeah, basically. But they were all much like, I know, this is actually something I noticed with this movie. They were all so much nicer and more hospitable than than Kurt Russell's character in this whole thing. I was like, man, this guy's kind of a jerk. Like, if I got him on the CB radio, I'd be like, I have to go now. My mom's calling Why was he a jerk? He he. he Why was he a jerk? He had like a chip on his shoulder. A chip on his shoulder? I think he did. He just seemed like he was way too in, into himself. Yes, that's what it seemed like. It was well, it was Reagan's eighties. I mean, uh, he, he, he. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, let's let's step back here. Uh, we, we are talking about Kurt Russell, who who has beautiful eyes that you get lost in. He's got a, a mane of hair that's miraculous, and he still he still has mullet. it to this day. Mullet. Justin. In this movie, he has a mullet, but just in real life. The man's got some nice hair. We have to face facts here. Okay. Why are you shaking your head? I'm not. I'm wondering where you're going with this. <laughs> I keep going. I'm saying Kurt Russell's a sexy man, and as a man, I can say that. You 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 can. Yes. <laughs> see it, Lauren. He Lauren, is a what sex do you symbol? <laughs> see there. What do you think, Dave? Do you do you think? What do you like? Do you like Kurt Russell? What do you like Lauren? about Kurt Russell? I don't. What do you, what do you uh, Kurt like Russell's about? beard in the thing. I mean, when he's McCready, he, he I mean, he is guy in fucking thing. gorgeous, he is, man. In hello? the thing, he is Ugh. good looking. But I have a guy. I have a thing for beards. You know that. Yeah. So I only yeah. have a beard because Lauren made me grow one. <laughs> and he's not allowed to shave wow. ever. Wow. Yeah. Secrecy. Lauren. When it. When it came to closer to us getting married, I think someone in his family was like, Dave, you're going to shave your beard. And I'm like, the fuck he is. I won't marry him. Yes. <laughs> only job interviews. I'm only allowed to shave it for job interviews. Then once I get the job, I have to grow it back. That's amazing. Wow. Lauren's like bizarro Chrissy. You're, Chrissy's the total opposite. She's like, don't you dare ever stop shaving. Okay, well, two things. Number one. You have said it yourself. You are only capable of growing a Keanu Reeves-esque patchy beard, which is not quite the same experience. And It's something. I mean, yes, it is something. And and secondarily, I mean, yes, it's true. I'm not going to lie. I'm just, I. some women I know are super attracted to it. Lauren, more power to you. And some women are more like me where they just I, I prefer a, a clean shaven look. I don't know. It's just who I am. Just for the record, I don't like long, scraggly, grizzly beard things. Those are disgusting and gross. I just like, like hair Zach on the face. Galifianakis. Yeah, that's okay. Disgusting. I can appreciate yeah. that. It's gross. Mine's a very close yeah, beard. He's close shaven. He keeps it clean. He doesn't have like weird food pieces sticking out in it. Like some guys that we know. Dave, do you have a mustache too? Well, I mean, it goes with the beard. It doesn't connect. It though. does. Like, I wasn't, I have, wasn't sure. Like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, my my beard does not. My mustache does not connect to my beard. So I have like, <laughs> I, I look like I'm a little boy who's trying to grow a beard <laughs> like all the time. No, that's me, Dave. That's me. If I ever try to grow one, so not only is Kurt Russell a good looking man, ostensibly, you, you're not. You're down on Kurt Russell. I think eh, I liked him in Overboard. No. You know what we did like him in? What? Captain Ron. Do you remember Captain, Captain Ron? Ron? Yes. Vaguely. <laughs> I never saw that movie. I don't know what that is. Lauren's never seen Captain Ron or oh, Overboard. Man. No, sorry. Overboard was good. Those are two movies that you have to put on your list, uh, Lauren. Uh, Captain Ron, he plays a, a pirate in that movie with an eye patch. He's got a thing for eye patches. But... I think you would prefer <laughs> Overboard. 
Overboard has him him and Goldie Hawn yeah. in it together. And they're really good together. Anyway, okay. So I was like, not only is, is Kurt Russell in this movie, but Kim Cattrall is in this movie as well. Chrissy, you were surprised to see Kim Cattrall in this movie. Why? I'm Samantha. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I'm most acquainted with Kim Cattrall from the Sex and the City days. And this is now the second movie, the first being Mannequin, that I've seen her in outside yeah, of the... Yeah, Mannequin. <laughs> outside of the Sex and the City franchise. And... It's just, I don't know, there's something almost jarring about it because she's so, not just so much younger, but she's just so different. It's not even the same actress, it feels like. Her her cadence is different. Her voice is different. There's, it's just, it's weird. It's like, it is Kim Cattrall, but it's not Kim Cattrall. And I don't know, I have a hard time with it. Your guys' thoughts on Kim Cattrall? Lauren didn't know who Kim Cattrall was because she never never watched Sex in the City. With her in it. Wow. I I have no interest in Sex in the City. I've obviously heard of the show and the stupid movie that followed the show, but I've I've never watched it. I've never have no interest in the show. Points for the, the movie c- being stupid. I agree. <laughs> she's she's the cute plucky reporter, right? Like that's who she is in this. She's always she's always she even says I'm annoying. I I stick my nose in where it doesn't belong. I ask too many questions. That's the and that's exactly who she is. This entire movie and then like towards the end. She's her first thing was, was her busting in the door or announcing herself yes, when she walked. That was the very house. weird. She announced her own name, and then everyone made a point to say her name in in the next sentence that they said about her. <laughs> I did like that. It was just for the audience, so that you would remember who she is throughout the movie. And look at me; I don't remember her name in the movie. <laughs> so I don't either. It's, it's Gracie Law, guys. Gracie Law. Gracie Law. Gracie Law. Okay. And not only that, in this movie, she's a reporter, but she's a reporter apparently with a lot, a lot of knowledge on the Chinese mafia and the gang situation. It was surprisingly... I'm so glad you brought that up. (laughs) I would have forgotten had you not said something. She was like the encyclopedia of Chinese gang fights. She would just bring something up and I'm like, and how you know, Kim Cattrall? How you know? Like what? Exposition. Give us exposition, Kim Cattrall. (laughs) Tell us what's going on. She was basically the narrator. Oh, man. So, but th- those were the two uh, kind of Caucasian people in this movie, and then everyone kind of. else was Asian. So, I um, mean, I, yeah, I don't know that the uh, the girlfriend that they go to pick up from the airport, they, the girl with the green eyes, she's, yeah, she's yeah, Caucasian. She's, yes. No, so she's always well, she, named as an American actress, but she is part Chinese. Okay, but it's she mostly looks American. Got Lauren doing her research for a podcast. Well, she didn't look Chinese to me, and I'm like, you can't have some white girl in here playing a Chinese girl. But, but that was the whole. That's, well, I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. You, that's, you can, but that's but what you started right. out the whole. Yeah, she got mixed up with another, uh, with an actual fully Asian woman, and that's what kind of started the whole plot of the movie. Is the wrong, the wrong woman got kidnapped by one of the gangs, and they end up trying to, you know, find her throughout right. the movie. So, anyway, uh, the funniest thing about watching this movie, maybe with Chrissy, is the fact that the uh, the guy that did the tours. Uh, that drove the tour bus in this movie. He his name was his character name was Egg Shin. Oh no! Um, Chrissy fully thought that was uh, Pat Morita from the Karate Kid. <laughs> so did Lauren. I did too. I thought it was him too. So don't feel bad. I feel they're... so vindicated. <laughs> it's so that's the so first you... movie I brought up was Karate Kid, and Dave said no, that is it's not him. <laughs> Dave, did you laugh at Lauren though when this came up? 
I did. This is like he's the same old man from Gremlins, right? He's the one that sells Gizmo the Magwai to uh, to 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 the family. Oh man, is he is he that same guy? I'm I, I, I I'm almost positive. That's a different is. guy. I have to check that. To I know that he's um he's weirdly. <laughs> the same. Yeah, all Chinese people look the same. Way to go, guys! <laughs> I was about to say. He was in The Golden Child, which was uh, released the same year, and they kind of had like a competition between this movie and that movie when they found out the other movie was kind of similar. You've never seen Golden Child, so you don't know. Dave, you've seen Golden Child with Eddie Murphy? Yeah, I've seen Golden Child, but I, I love Big Trouble, Little China way more than Golden Child. Definitely. Golden Child so, is just but not this my guy, type of movie. This guy, uh, uh, Pat Morita, the Pat Morita that, or, you know, whatever, is in that movie, The Golden <laughs> Child. He's in Tremors. Uh, as well, which you've seen, Chrissy. Okay, so here's the thing. I look at him within the first five minutes, and I go, oh, is that Pat Morita? And you start laughing at me. And I'm like, all right, I guess not. But then I start watching him throughout, and I'm like, hold on, Justin, are you sure? And I'm not crazy. Like, he actually looks like him. I'm not, like, off base here. No, you weren't. And I just, the reason I was laughing is because I just imagined um, Miyagi in the role throughout this movie. Oh, that's why you're being laughing. Like, you know, Jack- Miyagi's you know. Japanese. This guy's Chinese. What are you trying to say? Oh, shit. <laughs> Jack Button's son. <laughs> Clearly, I need to pay a visit to Asia and get everybody straight. That's what needs to happen. So let me ask you guys. So the girls didn't didn't like this movie. It seems like Dave and I like it a lot. Is there anything that you guys liked about the movie? No. Lauren, you go first. No. Oh, wait, no, you're I, done. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. Nothing about this movie. Not one thing. Why was there a dog in the movie? No? No dog? There was a dog in the beginning. It was eating all the scraps of food uh, off the Okay, off the so you're right. That dog. It was a street I dog. dog. <laughs> yeah. The dog. I just, that dog. And I, like the way, and I like the way Lauren says dog. So so that's it. <laughs> that's what Joy-Z. we like. She's from Joyzy. So. She's a Joyzy girl? Yeah, she has some accents. That's fine. I'll I'll pull, I'll start putting out pulling out the likes and totallys after I finish this wine. So you can call me the Valley Girl. It works out. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, two people what did- born on opposite coasts. Could be so alike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knew? Man. So so Dave. Any any standouts? What what are your standouts? If hey, I'm trying to salvage something here, since so you guys Poor hate the Justin. movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I standouts for me are like the practical effects and just the just the absolute cheese that there that existed in this movie. Like it 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 has so much fun with its source material. Like it just it wasn't afraid to be a film that just it didn't it wasn't saying anything. It just had fun with nope. itself, and that's yeah, what right. I it didn't say a goddamn thing. <laughs> but that's what I love about it. It's so I didn't much know fun. What was going it's, on half the time. I thought you would like this one more because I was like, oh, you know what? Guardians of the Galaxy, she loves, and that's kind of kooky, and it's and it's weird, and it doesn't and well written, good. Yeah, it, it is yeah. well written, and this isn't terribly well written. But you got to remember that this film wasn't made like to. It was made to entertain, and but it wasn't made to be like you know. Who the massive hell? CD? <laughs> Chrissy, stop being mean. I'm sorry. This movie was ma- this movie was made for 25 million dollars as well. So, oh my god, shit! Talk about we said we wanted two hours back of our life. I want those 25 million dollars back. Yeah, can I can I have some of that money, please? Uh, <laughs> all right, making me watch that freaking so, movie. So the, the movie's I'm, just the movie's just a lot of fun. Uh, there's 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 fun fight scenes. The characters are all well done. I I re- I really think that like. 
they're they're over exaggerations of of people that are that are real, especially Jack Burton. Uh, you know, he's I love he's Jack Burton. What he overacts because the way huh? he was talking, it reminded me of his scenes in Death Proof because he would get like really. I don't know. His, his oh yeah, louder and death proof, and that's exactly the way he was talking in this movie too. That's a really good so, point. Oh, I guess I guess that's just the Kurt Russell thing. No, but I, I remember <laughs> him doing that in the thing. But I don't know. I don't, know. I don't think he, he overacts. I don't think he overacts in this movie. I think his character is a blowhard that's trying to act like he knows what's going on. Okay, then he, he played the same character in Death Proof. He's Han Solo. Exactly he way, is Han that's Solo. That's exactly how he talked in Death Proof. That does Proof. a disservice to Han Solo. But uh, I'm does. with Dave. Hey, I'm with, hold on. I'm with Dave. Kurt, I like- Kurt Russell was almost Han Solo. It's true. Oh, God. Anyway. Yeah, there was a time where that was a thing. So. Cool. So I'm with Dave. I, mean, I like the practical effects. Uh, I love that beginning fight scene. That Lauren talked about where the truck was in the way <laughs> and they couldn't move the truck. That scene is awesome. You guys didn't like that fight scene? I mean, yeah. if I had There's to shit pick... going on everywhere. No, no, no. no. Yeah, Life if I had is... to pick a, if I had to pick one fight scene, you know, that wasn't as terrible as the other fight scenes, it's probably that one. I'm nodding in agreement. Absolutely. <laughs> and and anytime the the Raidens, as as Dave called it, was <laughs> on the screen. Great. As a kid, I was like, I am down for this. More more, more lightning, more, uh, what did you call them, sun hats? The, the, the guys had the <laughs> huge sun hats. Like, what were, why did they have those hats on? Were those functional? What, what, what was the Who are you to question the Chinese gang's wardrobe, Justin? I'm trying to talk. You, are you defending them now? What's this? I mean, I might, <laughs> I might defend their wardrobe choices. Um, but my... My favorite scene as the kid was uh, the the scene where the main bad guy gets offed by Jack Burton. Um, kind of so like he doesn't even know what's you, going on. So you said as a kid. Now, as an adult, have you realized that the movie is crap? It's called nostalgia, Lauren. It's called nostalgia. I'm nope. just asking a question. He didn't answer the question. No, he did not. Nostalgia. So uh, you no, know, no, as, he still hasn't answered the question. I was <laughs> trying to shut I up. Love- I like it. I liked it as a child, and I like it as an adult, Lauren. Yes, okay. I, I. I like the fact that uh, you know what's the guy's name. So, Thunder, Thunder in this movie From down under. basically realizes that his uh, boss or father figure or whatever has died, and so he gets really upset. He 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 gets a little Dave all of a sudden starts getting angry. Uh. Uh. Chrissy was like asleep, and I was like, I had to wake her up for this portion. I was like, watch this, watch this. <laughs> he did do that. Because he basically gets upset until he explodes everywhere. He hulks out to his own death. It was awesome. I love that. No? Well. No? I just love the fact that they were dying, which meant, oh, good, it's going to end soon. Maybe it's going to end, right? Jesus. <laughs> Yay. You guys I literally, it felt like a conveyor belt of death towards the end. I was like, okay, so that one's gone. Who's next on the death it, conveyor belt? Yeah, it did end pretty quickly, so I have to yeah. give it that. Hey, Justin, <laughs> you know what I'm realizing? <laughs> what? We made a mistake. You're out of a, That's you, what I'm realizing. You're out of a job on your own show. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be uh, uh, Chrissy and Lauren from now on. They're going to be So I Married a Movie Geek. You can come over and replace Jay as the other super movie bro. I've oh, been don't waiting. Don't let Jay hear that. Oh, snap. I've been waiting, am- though, this whole time. I'm like, so when do I propose marriage to Lauren? I know they've yeah. only been together two weeks as far as marriage goes, but I'm noticing a pattern here. You guys need to have your own podcast. <laughs> this is, uh, you guys need to have your own podcast. This is not going the way I thought. I, Lauren is... <laughs> 
a very a very quiet person most of the time and she won't shut the fuck up tonight <laughs> <laughs> and she's trashing a movie that is a lot of fun it's a lot of fun and i can't believe you that do she you lauren a little bit of fun with it if i hate a movie i'm going i will let you know that i hate the goddamn movie and this movie deserves all my hate mm-hmm. i'm doing the Every katniss everdeen thing with the two fingers <laughs> up right now like preach i'm with you Jesus. So, uh, so let me give you guys some info. You could tell me yay or nay. Did you guys know in uh, June 2015 it was reported that Dwayne the Rock Johnson was developing a remake to star as Jack Burton in a uh, Big Trouble in Little China Why? reboot remake? Uh, whatever. I, I did know that. And if, if the Rock's in it, Lauren will probably watch it. I'll watch it because the Rock's in it, but I'll lose some respect for him. You Unless- stole the words from my brain. I was like, I just lost so much respect. For the How rock, you whom I he otherwise was... enjoy. I Why? Mean, the, the one thing about this movie, the only way you can go is up, right? I mean, yeah, that's true. Oh my god, you can't make it any, like worse, right? They're they're getting in on the ground floor. You got a point. So the way you guys are talking about this movie is like it's Milo and Otis, and like some actual animals were harmed during the making. Of the well, movie. I don't like, know about the making of that movie, but Milo and Otis was a good movie. That, well, many puppies and, and kittens died during that movie, well, Chrissy. Well, it's not a good movie. Okay. I'm just, I'm just like, this movie was fun. I can't, believe, I can't believe that you hate this movie this much. I'm going to pull a lore and I'm going to post about this on Facebook and see what people have to say. Oh, yeah, I I got a lot of angry feedback when I did that. You're going to lose friends. Thought it, I was we'll funny see. when I said it, but everyone else was pretty angry. We will see. <laughs> Oh, man. So uh, I got some trivia since you guys hate this movie so much. So um, (laughs) although Kurt Russell was John Carpenter's only choice, the studio suggested Jack Nicholson or Clint Eastwood. Ew. That's weird. Aren't they too? Weren't they too old at the time? You would think? No, no. The movie would have been far less fun with those two in the role. I think Jack Nicholson in it would have been funny. Funny, no. sad, like he's... yeah. <laughs> so, um, the the apparently the test screening for this was so, was really positive, according to the audio commentary with Carpenter and Russell. So both of them expected it to be a big hit, but uh, 20th, 20th Century Fox didn't put a lot of promotion into wah, it, wah, and wah. so it bombed at the box <laughs> office. And then two weeks later, uh, Aliens came out. And no one saw this movie again, basically, after that. So they kind of blame Aliens for um, no Yeah, I'm sure they blamed Aliens because their movie sucks so badly. Okay. (laughs) But it was Aliens' fault. Okay. That makes sense. But Dave, did you know that the the Storm, the Raidens were actually, um, they actually were partly the inspiration for Raiden in Mortal Kombat, so... Awesome. That makes sense. And uh, Low Pan, the main bad guy, was the inspiration wait, for... Wait, wait, wait. Did you say his name was Low Main? <clears throat> Low Pan, Chrissy. Low Pan? Is that what it was? Low Pan? Low Pan, yes. He, he was the inspiration for... Wait, is for, it one uh, word or two words? Low Pan or his, 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 his full name, Low Pan. It's, it's his Lopan. full name is David like Low Pan. Is his... Shut your fucking face. <laughs> Are you writing this down? Is that what this is, Lauren? <laughs> She's writing a novel. Is this three words or two? Please, please give me the pronunciation so I can phonetically know how to say this in the future. She's oh, the court stenographer because apparently Big Trouble in, in Little China is on trial tonight. It is, man. These are the worst episodes where I show Chrissy a movie and we have guests 
and we just kind of have to defend our I'm the only one that defends a movie to Chrissy and the the people involved. Who so. is it the worst episode for? You or for the listeners or for me? Because frankly, I'm happy to have an ally. Well, you have it in Lauren. <laughs> Thank God Lauren's here to back you up in your hate of uh Big Trouble in Little China. So Oh well. Anyway, and I guess if this we better- episode it's terrible. It's because you made us watch a terrible movie. Oh that we my have god. To talk about. <laughs> just for the record. Justin, okay. please finish with your very interesting <laughs> trivia that I'm actually enjoying. <laughs> I'm just going to move on, Dave. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> All right, so uh let's let's just go around and get uh so we do letter grades uh Lauren from, you know, A to whatever you want to do. Yes. Chrissy, uh, let's let's go to Lauren <laughs> first. What would be your letter grade for Big Trouble in Little China? Who, May 1st? Yeah, you mm-hmm. first, honey. Go Is ahead. Is there an F plus? There, well, <laughs> if you want to give it an F plus, you can. Okay, then yeah, that one. All right. Lauren gives it F plus. Chrissy? F plus as well. F plus as well? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, Dave... <laughs> Dave is so mad at me right yeah, now. Yeah, a B plus. This movie is so oh, fun. Oh my god, a B this plus. Is, yeah. I know Holy you shit. like the movie, but come on, it does not deserve a B plus. <laughs> she B sounds. Plus. You know who Lauren sounds like now? She sounds like that oh the the, the woman from um, uh, Christmas Story. B plus. <laughs> B plus. I would. You know what? This is the quintessential B movie. This plays such like a B movie. I would give it a B plus as well. So we're twinsies. And uh, Dave and I are the right twinsies um, in, the, in this respect. <laughs> really. So, oh, okay. man, I can't believe you guys are ragging on this movie so much. It was much. terrible. You didn't even give me and Justin a chance to really talk about what's because great there's about nothing it. Good about and now me. we're out of time to talk about how wah, great it is. Wah, wah, wah. But most of the people listening to this show, I'm sure, know that it's great. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone is listening to this and hasn't hasn't seen the movie and think that they shouldn't because it was just given two F pluses, you should definitely watch it. Definitely. You like, probably don't about. want to, but I guess if you want to waste your time, <laughs> go right ahead. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Let's uh let's go on to the second movie, which is from uh, 1996. It's Escape from LA. Welcome to the theater. For everyone's enjoyment, we'd like to remind you of the following rules. No talking. No smoking. No littering. No red meat. No freedom of religion. And remember, all marriages must be approved by the Department of Health. Failure to obey these rules will result in immediate loss of citizenship and deportation to the island of Los Angeles. Enjoy the show. Your rules are really beginning to annoy me. We read a psycho profile on him using a database of five million sociopathic personalities. He hit the bottom of the curve. Catches on quick, doesn't she? This town loves a winner. Let's say we play a little Bangkok rules. Nobody draws until this hits the ground. You ready? I'm even. I'm kind of scared. I don't even want to ask. <laughs> so, Escape from L.A. is the sequel to uh, Escape from New York, which is also a uh, John Carpenter 
um, Kurt Russell joint. They did how many movies? They did four. No, they did five movies together. They did Elvis, which was the first one in 79. Then they did uh, Escape from New York in 81. The Thing in 82. And then Escape from L.A. came out in 1996. Um, we're going to go to Lauren first. Escape from L.A., Lauren. What'd you think? Uh, okay. So the movie was bad, but <laughs> I enjoyed watching it, if that makes sense. But it was bad. But it was a good kind of bad. Will I ever watch the movie again? Probably not. If it's on TV, like someone else put it on and it's not my house, then yeah, maybe I'll take a glance at the TV. But I mean, it wasn't like terrible. I mean, it was bad, but it was enjoyable. Oh my so gosh. that makes sense. <laughs> I love that you I love that you reference being at someone's house and a movie being on the on the TV because that's that's the way Chrissy has seen parts of so many movies. <laughs> Guys, I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard under my breath. Lauren, I mean, if I, if every word you said. House, <laughs> yes. I can't make someone change what's on their TV. Like, who no. am I to say, hey, change to this movie. It's kind of dumb. But if it's my house and, you know, Dave puts it on, like maybe it's on TBS or something stupid like that. And Dave Whoa. puts it on. Not that he watches TBS, but in the event he watches TBS and that movie is on. And we're like, let's change this. You but what? It, what? It, I, I gotta wouldn't ask, do it in someone else's house. What if you're at somebody's house and there's like some really sad, gratuitous porn or something on? Like, wait, sad, gratuitous? Uh, why sad, why gratuitous would porn? someone be watching that with guests at the house? Exactly. I'm, you're just oh, saying. You're I don't saying know what kind of people oh, you know, but you're I know it happens. Like you're just saying that you're it at happens. somebody's house and you wouldn't tell somebody to change the channel if you're at somebody's house. But what if that's on in the background? And you're like, wait a minute. I can believe it or not. Speak to that. Oh, no. Well, I, I grew up in theater, and theater people do weird things. And there was one time where they put on what I can only describe as sad, gratuitous porn. <laughs> and I remember watching this with, with, my, with my group of mostly gay friends and women. And we were like, why? Okay. And we were trying to like literally dissect it. We were like making sense of what was happening. And then we were like, nope, nope. All right. Doesn't make sense. Anybody want to vote to turn this off now? And like people were like me. And then eventually it got turned off. <laughs> it came to a vote. Sad, gratuitous porn <laughs> it did. vote. We're very democratic, these theater people and I. Jesus. All right. Well. well what do you want? So, lo- so what did you think? So. Are you on the same? Well, I mean, I think it's not a question of am I on the same. You literally saw me saw me here. Like I'm sitting on the couch, guys. I'm nodding like my head's about to fall off my body with everything Lauren was saying because I couldn't agree more. It was a much better experience than Big Trouble in Little China. And I have a thing, I have a soft spot in my heart for any movie that takes place in LA, which again, we know is most of them, but the ones that specifically call out landmarks, it's so stupid. It really is stupid. And I acknowledge that. But when they're like, and now here's where the Malibu cliffs are, I'm like, I know where those are. Oh God, here we go again. (laughs) And so I enjoy it for those stupid aspects of like, hey, it's happening in my backyard sort of thing. Um, also it was, there were moments that were so ridiculous. This movie jumped the shark so many times. It ran out of sharks to basically jump. So it was enjoyable for that aspect where I was like, and now there's this crazy off the wall stunt where he's surfing in the sea and next to the (laughs) The car, the Steve Buscemi is driving. Like, it's enjoyable because it's crazy. surfing for this guy and he was a pro at it. I was like, look at him. And then they like, 
And he had like the Ebola weird plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what's happening here? All right, I'm fine with it. So for those ridiculous aspects and some of the ridiculous acting choices by people in this film, including Kurt Russell, I enjoyed it. But I agree, it was not a good movie. It was not a good movie, but yeah, it was funny. I, it so, was, it definitely entertained me. Yes. So uh, before we get to Dave, the the log line on this one for anyone that has has missed uh, this movie is Snake Plissken is once again. He had a last name. Snake yeah, Plissken. Plissken. <laughs> it's literally again- plastered on the computer screen that, that that his death count. It says Plissken's death count, like, and it it's in the movie a lot. <laughs> He, oh is, he is all once, over the place. He is once again they say called it all the time. People refer to him as Pliskin all the time. Did you kill Pliskin? No. Well, you know where his body is. Go find him and bring me Pliskin's head. It's Call like they snake. say it three times. Like every you guys sentence. aren't paying attention. Oh, so he's how do you not he's, know his last name? <laughs> he's once again called in by the United States government to recover a potential doomsday device from Los Angeles, now an autonomous island where undesirables are deported. There you go. Got to smoke. Yeah, so he's he's a man of a few words in this movie, and and, and the first one he you couldn't get him to shut Probably up. Probably better that way. Yes. <laughs> just just look sexy, Kurt Russell. Don't don't say much. Just in look your sexy. One hundred percent pleather. Oh, he yes. Had some... Oh, that had to be uncomfortable to wear during shooting. Easily, it, it couldn't be comfortable. And then with his eye patch, and I mean, he was a pro at shooting all the basketballs in the hoops with an eye patch. That was. <laughs> Good. That's my favorite he has amazing scene. Amazing depth perception. That's yes. my that's my favorite scene in this whole movie. Uh, is the basketball scene because it, it it literally comes out of nowhere. Wasn't even the big bad? Is it? it I know it's Cuervo, but Cuervo what? Jones? Cuervo Jones. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why is his last name Jones if his first name is Cuervo? Motherfucker Jones. <laughs> Throughout this movie, there's several <laughs> things that are that they constantly say. Like if you looked at the script, they they say. Where's Cuervo Jones? Like, I'm trying to find Cuervo Jones at least a thousand times. And every time you hear his names, I think that he's like a, a bottle of tequila or something. Like, they're looking yes. for yes. some tequila or, or something because that's a, uh, a kind of a laughable name for a, um, a villain. So, anyway. Dave, what did you think? Again, this is just a movie that's a ton of fun. I described it to Lauren. I'm like, in this movie, Kurt Russell rides a tsunami. <laughs> but you've never seen this day. You never, you'd but actually no, never seen it before. When he said that, I imagine the tsunami taking like engulfing the entire city. So I thought he was like riding over like fucking skyscrapers. You imagined, you imagine Bodie. You imagine Bodie in Point Break, like yeah. uh, like riding the big wave, and right, right. And, and instead you got you got a, a mat like them so behind like, the, on when a mat screen. I saw that, screen. I was like, oh, it's not as ridiculous as Dave made it seem. But it's pretty yeah, ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous. <laughs> How about the fact the that they they fly into the camp with uh with with hand gliders that would make <laughs> yes. Batman jealous? <laughs> oh those my things, god! The those things gliders. steer like so well. <laughs> those were really good. Yeah, yeah, they weren't like touching the ground. That's right. and, I mean, yeah. I didn't know whether really to laugh or applaud at the hang gliding scene. Right? Uh, I <laughs> applaud. How about Steve scene. Buscemi in this movie, man? Steve Buscemi is fucking it? fantastic. <laughs> He's so fantastic <laughs> in this movie. He's good in pretty much everything he does. But, he, but no, but in this movie he plays uh, a, a guy that does the map to the stars, which are ubiquitous here in L.A. Wait, they're what? Ubiquitous? Yeah, there you go. Ubiquitous here in yeah. L.A. But in this movie, L.A. is like a wasteland. So I'm like, what, what is a map to the stars really used for? What? Go ahead. Justin, you know where I'm going with this. 
I had a really hard time with one thing that kept happening over and over and over again, where I was like, how do you remember what that was that I was having a hard time with? No, what were you having a hard time with? How did he get from Malibu to Hollywood in two seconds? He yeah. doesn't have I a was, car. How I was he, wondering that too. We were oh, wondering that too. Thank they you. were in a lot of locations in a yeah, little bit they of They go to the Hollywood uh to the Hollywood sign in the hills and I was like, wait a minute. He only had twenty <laughs> minutes left. How did Where he is get he now? there? Century How did he City? Not expire. He clearly used the hand gliders to get there. They also fly up. They don't just, you know, <laughs> fall down gracefully. They actually fly up, too. You this just didn't is, see that part. This is like the experience. Uh, this was the experience of watching 24 with Chrissy. Like, no way. I was watching the time clock. There's no way he got there. In that, that I did feel there. that way, especially in the first season. It was the first season when they went to Valencia, because I actually spent a lot of years living in Valencia. And I'm like, they blew it up, and he got down the five in 20 minutes? Not possible. <laughs> That's like in uh, Die Hard 4, where he's a New York cop. He visits North Jersey and then drives to Baltimore in under an hour and a half. <laughs> And I was like, well, I just literally, I'm in Philadelphia, which is at least two hours south of North Jersey, and it took me two and a half hours to get to Baltimore on Friday, so <laughs> I know it's not possible. But not come on, even. dispension of disbelief. Just let it go. Who cares? O- only, uh, only people... <laughs> <laughs> Just, just let it go. He got there. He's Snake Plissken. He found the way to do it. It's, it's just like how did Batman get out of the cave and get back to to Gotham and the Dark Knight Rises? Because Steve, he's fucking just Batman. Just remember these arguments as I'm watching Criminal Minds. You're like, that's not how it works. That's not. How <laughs> but it that works. is an actual. That is an no, actual career no. that actual people have that I fucking studied to do, and I hate when they shit all over it in that. You're telling because, me people don't hand glide or oh surf, Dave. But do. this is built in a world where that type of suspension of disbelief is allowed, where Criminal Minds tries to pretend that it takes place in our world and that this is how this actual job works when it's fucking not, not even D- close. Dave, they Dave. make wild assumptions and then go and kick Dave. down doors and arrest people <laughs> based on their wild assumptions that just happen Dave. to be fucking true. They're the luckiest motherfuckers in the world. Dave. They're practically predicting the weather with what they do instead of actually using real science to catch criminals. It bothers the fucking shit out of me. Ah! Done. Dave, 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 do your breathing exercises, <laughs> Dave. Do your breathing exercises. <laughs> I almost went full like inside out where like Anger's head just blows into flames. Ah! Like, yeah. And, and then what I do, I see he's going on and on about this. I'm laughing in his Yeah, face. I know. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't help. It doesn't help. I assume I assume you're the calm one in this relationship, Lauren. Someone absolutely needs to ba- fucking to ba- not. She is not. You want to hear her on the phone oh, no. with any customer service representative from it's any sprit. company? It's Sprint. It's only Sprint. So don't get me started on those fucking assholes. It's only Sprint. No, you. Okay, oh, you flipped out on Comcast too. You flipped out on. You flipped out on everybody. I give you guys a pass. You're from the Northeast. And it's funny because I, so I work for a franchise. Well, I work for a franchise where I talk to a lot of people. We we have 400 locations all across the world. And I adore talking to the people from the Northeast. But it's funny because once in a while we get uh, complaints from people who actually patronize our franchise. <laughs> and it make it'll make it to my desk once in a blue moon. And they'll be like, hey, can you call so-and-so? They're from Jersey. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then I call them and I'm like, hi, how's it going? And they're like, oh, oh, can I just tell you? No, I, I don't think you're ready. Are you ready for this fucking story I have for you? Because this is a fucking nightmare. And how are you running a business like this? And I'm like, I'm not running I like anything. that she's speaking like every woman in the North North Jersey. That's exactly how every woman sounds like. <laughs> 
<laughs> kill them with kindness. Kill them with kindness. I work for customer service, so I expect when I call a customer service representative that they are on the level that I show my customers when they call in and they're pissed off and angry I agree. for whatever reason. Know what I do? I help everyone and I make them all happy again. All these fucking jerk offs that I have to call never make me happy. Oh, never. good for you. <laughs> there we go. I had to fit Nick's soundboard in. <laughs> yeah, you just No, but I'm with Lauren. Anger, I right? do the same thing. I had to call Priceline the other day and I'm like, Priceline, you you done fucked up. And they're like, No, we didn't. And I'm like, No, you fucking did. And then it turned out into this big thing in the end I won. But still, why did I have to get heavy with them? Why couldn't they have just said you're right? We're so hey assholes. about that escape from L.A. We were talking about. <laughs> oh yes. So uh, you know what's crazy about Escape from L.A. guys, other than the obvious things, uh, everything. So this came everything. out. In, this came out in '96. <laughs> um, the the actual movie was '98. When does it take place? It takes place in 2013. Oh, no, 2013. Oh, no, because that was 2013. Yes, the earthquake happens in 98 and it becomes an island. No, no, no. no. It happened in 2000. The earthquake happened in 2000. So basically, uh, an earthquake uh, earthquake happens, and then this this president is elected president for life, and then he kind of goes all Trump like and creates a a, uh, undesirable (laughs) island where he puts people. Who are you know? Maybe this tra- is where transgender. Trump got his plans from. He watched uh, this movie. That's what I right? said. I, I was watching it with Chrissy. I was like, somebody's been watching Escape from LA. <laughs> you did say that. Oh no! And I'm so deathly afraid of earthquakes. I'm like, does that mean there's going to be an earthquake? Oh wait, you're talking about Trump. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> oh man! But in 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 this moral America, the mainland that's not LA, there's like. No, no drinking, no drugs, no profanity, uh, all this. No, other no stuff. women, and, right? Unless you, yeah. There's no, there's married. no sex unless you're married, right? So watching that and 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 knowing what we've been through the last couple of years, I was like, oh my gosh, are we going to escape from LA territory uh, now? What are you looking at, Chris? I posted on Facebook. <laughs> What are your thoughts on Big Trouble in Little China? Oh, and what did, what did people say, Chris? <laughs> I mean, I just posted it, so I only have two comments. Uh, one says, never heard of it. Okay. The other okay. one says, ha, 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 my mom worked on that show as a costumer. That was a pretty bad one. <laughs> a show? Are, are they talking about the movie? Well, I don't know. Theater people, we say show. But there you go. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the whole plot of the movie is scary in the climate we live in now. We like the uh, the hang gliding. Hang gliding with machine guns is pretty impressive, I have to yeah. say. Except the fact how, that everybody's a really bad shot. Not, yeah, I was going to say, how did not one person shoot out the hand gliders? Right? Like, that fa- If I couldn't shoot the people on the hand gliders, I would totally shoot, you know, the hand gliders themselves. How but, about that GoBots helicopter? I yeah, that was pretty that cool, thing. too. Yeah. There was a submarine. There was there was submarine that action. That he didn't in this care movie. about wrecking. He's like, yeah, push it to the edge. Push it to the, the submarine. Limit. Limit. <laughs> I I love that he landed the submarine like on the edge of some. Can you explain that, Dave? Did you remember that? So he landed the submarine oh, like yeah. on like a on the edge of a rock. Yeah, on the edge of a rock. Rock, a rock. It was it was just like when he landed the glider in uh, 
in in Escape from New York. He lands it on top of the World Trade Center, and it, and he and he lands it like five feet from the edge, and like it's kind of dangling off the edge. They were just pay, paying homage to themselves. He's really, but he's just uh, <laughs> surprised when it, it falls and and crashes into the sea, basically. Yeah, so. I don't see why he should care. Are in the water, like we're looking around, like. Hey, bro. Yeah, what's up, bro? But if 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 I had if I had to compare (laughs) this movie with Big Trouble in Little China, I like Big Trouble in Little China myself. What the fuck? Are you serious? I'm totally fucking serious, Chrissy. Look at my serious face. Dave, Dave, Dave is shaking his head in agreement. Yeah, I like Big Trouble. This is so much better. All right, here I'm gonna tick off why. I'm gonna tick off why. Okay, so uh, I like Jack Burton more than like Snake Plissken. For real? Yeah, I like a talker. He he talks. The Snake only thing that's cool about Jack grunts. Burton compared to Snake Plissken is he has a better name. You don't even yeah, know his true. name, Lauren. You <laughs> called him Piskin. Yeah, you did call it Piskin. No, I said Plissken. <laughs> Plissken. I didn't even know he had a last Plissken. name. Plissken. 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 There you go. Uh, Plissken. See, I like, he has an uh, easier name to say. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. you have a very hard last name to say now, so get used to uh, get used to people mispronouncing it all no, the time. <laughs> so I like him. I like the the actual looks like it's actual locations, a little brightness as opposed to dark and dingy looking. What is this soundstage? Well, I mean, yeah, everything in, in L.A. was filmed on soundstage. It was. Uh, but Very it takes strange. place in ten hours at night, guys. Like, what do you want? <laughs> right, and the entire city is already dismantled and yes, earthquakes and floods and shit. So, what did you expect it to look like? I love it how you guys realistic. are defending Escape from L.A. It's not I'm like just, me and Justin I'm, are hating it. We're just saying we like Big Trouble I'm more. I'm just letting I'm, you know why it was dark and dingy looking because it was supposed to look like that. I'm yeah, and I'm just saying your subs- reasons of substantiation are null and void. They're stupid. Keep going, Justin. Uh, I, I like the villains in Big Trouble better. I Lopan and the Raidens more than Cuervo Jones and nah, whatever. I like Cuervo. Cuervo Jones had like an El Camino and a machine gun and a cigar. And you're With saying your that... baby doll heads. Yeah, yes. exactly. don't, don't forget the baby, <laughs> the baby doll heads. <laughs> Thank you. On the car. And you're saying that he is inferior to Lomane? You don't even know his name. <laughs> Lopan. Low pan. Close enough. I don't know if you're being purposely ignorant or being purpose- purposely racist. <laughs> she figured his name was Lomain in the beginning, so, you know, she's just oh what my she God. She's, it's just easier she, to yes. remember his she's name ju- that way. She what she said. She, she's, she's pulling a, a, a page out of the Nick from Epic Film Guys playbook. She <laughs> yeah. likes to shit on things I love, Dave. Oh, my God. Shit on things I love purposely. Justin, anyway. I'm sorry. I'm sorry my wife came on your show and then busted through your wall like the Kool-Aid man with her, oh yeah, and just like shit all over everything. That's your preference? Well, it sucks. <laughs> what um, do you love, Justin? It's like it's like she just walked into your house and like flipped over your dinner table while you were eating and was just like, what are you guys eating? And then walks over and just starts breaking dishes and then she just walks out. <laughs> uh, I like... I like the action scenes better in Big Trouble. I mean, I like he's hang, undeterred. I like hang gliding and you know basketball shooting and stuff, but that's not really. I don't consider that. Those were the scenes. best scenes. But yeah. they're not action scenes. They come out of nowhere and make no sense. That's what? I like them, but the wait, entire I, movie big doesn't make little sense. Trouble, big China, big trouble, big little trouble, China. Little China. It made no sense the entire fucking movie. I didn't get anything. If I fall asleep for five minutes, I should be able to wake up and know what's going on. Escape from LA does have Isaac Hayes in it. Isaac Hayes opens the basketball uh, the basketball 
uh, door for for Snake to come in True. and he closes it. <laughs> it also has Breck and Meyer in it. It does. Yeah. Um, and then I found the- out Stacy <laughs> Keish was a man. So Stacy Keish, my two dads. <laughs> my two dads was he in my two dads? Yes, he was. Yes. Um the the soundtrack and the Wait. score from for Escape from <laughs> LA is shit. Like it's horrible. Like it, they could make this movie at least 30% better if they had a different soundtrack. Yeah, score. I mean Escape from LA was made at like the tail end of Carpenter's good career. Like it, it was really like I mean he hadn't made like a real great movie in in a while. By yeah, the time this one, got to Escape this one to came LA. this this one came in between Village of the Damned and vampires, so he Awful. wasn't he wasn't in, in a great terror. What are you laughing at, Chris? I'm sorry. Why? Okay. What did you look up? <laughs> what? More ammo? What no, are you talking no, about? No, 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 no. I'm just an idiot. So a second ago, I'm like, yes, this kid, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> She's like me. She thinks of something funny, and then she keeps thinking about it, and she keeps laughing about it, and it just fucks up everything for the rest of the night. You're wrong. Is that what you're just saying? Dave gets so <laughs> mad at me when I do that, when you I start re- laughing at something, and then it, he thinks it's Because it's usually something start- I did. It's usually you're something wrong. I did. It's that literally Stacey. ruined sex one night, because your stomach made a noise. <laughs> And then you Stacey started Keenan. like cracking up because your stomach made a noise. Oh, and then we're trying to continue having sex, and you're laughing about it and laughing about it. And then you wonder why I just pulled out and walked away because I can't continue sex if you're going to keep laughing in my face. What is a guy supposed to think? think this sounds like this asked, sounds like a problem for Doctor Phil. He put himself in the corner, was so upset, and then I didn't. I put my clothes on and I walked away <laughs> like a man, and I turned the TV on and ignored you for a while. <laughs> wow oh, I love you guys oh man hey Dave do you think so John Carpenter is known for sco- scoring a lot of his movies he's he's uh, big into the music he's not track this one sucks like this score sucks but I imagine him like watching the playback for this film and like scoring like in his basement in his underwear like he's Whoa. high as a kite you know wow. just like <laughs> like that's what the score sounds like it's like I didn't even pay attention to the score. I have to tell I, you, I didn't either. I didn't even realize that there was. I mean, John Carpenter scores all of his own films. Like he, he's actually scored films he didn't direct. No, too. I, like I he's... believe you that there was music. I didn't. I, I didn't hear any music. I'm sorry. He's That's... a pretty decent composer. Not yeah, in this I, I film, believe but you. I believe you, but I just didn't hear any music. The score that. is 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 like a a worser version of a worser version uh, uh, a worse version of what was in Stranger Things. Like that's the type of music John Carpenter does for his right. movies. Like no, what I was in that. Stranger Things. I only remember the surf music. That's literally all I can remember because I was like, when did the Beach Boys come in? To yeah, this right, 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 right. Yes. <laughs> Peter Fonda, Peter Fonda in this movie. Uh, Chrissy's Easy like, Rider. That? Jane Fonda? Jane Fonda. Brother and sister. Okay. No. No. Hen- no. Henry Fonda? Henry Fonda. Bridget Fonda? Yes. This movie got a 53% on Rotten Tomatoes, so you guys are wrong and loving it so much. Are you kidding me? Well, oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Nobody said we loved it. We just said that it was the superior it's, movie if we were to pick yes. one compared with Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. Wrong! Dave, you, Dave, you want to do an impression of uh, Pam? You shouldn't believe everything you read on the internet, first off. So. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. I write on the internet, and I, I post a Which is why you shouldn't believe everything internet. you read on the internet. 
<laughs> Dave, everything hey, the D- Super Movie Brothers puts out. <laughs> D- hey, Dave, <laughs> you want to do my, one of my favorite parts about this movie? Uh, you want to do an impression of Pam Greer in this movie, Dave? Did you see that? <laughs> so Pam Greer in this movie plays a uh, a transgender woman named no. Hershey. Oh, hello, Lewis. Snake. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, Snake. My name is Hershey Las Palmas. What are you doing? It's it's really bad. Like, really bad. I was embarrassed for her. I so. came here for five years and I made a name for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Chrissy, you will like this. You know yes. who actually gave this movie three and a half out of four stars? Who could it be now? Roger fucking Ebert. And he said, quote, this is the kind of movie... Independence Day could have been if it hadn't played it safe. <gasps> what does that even mean? Okay, well, hold on. I love, 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 love our daily departed Roger Ebert and agree with him a lot of the time. I will say Independence Day is the superior film to this movie. Like, no questions asked. But I understand what he was trying to say and it's, I don't totally disagree. It, it's, it's like comparing I like that apples. he said the movie was playing it safe. I thought the movie really took it. <laughs> no, no, no. Independence Day Independence Day played it safe because uh, it was a film that was for more mass audience. This right. was for this was for uh, fans of well, Carpenter. If, if, for mentally impaired people. But if Roger Ebert were still alive and he were able to see Independence Day, the sequel, would he still have written that review of Escape from L.A.? You're confusing me, Chrissy. But you know that I like that sequel, so... Oh, God. (laughs) We're talking about playing it safe. The virtues of playing it safe versus not. Oh, wow. Anyway. um, (laughs) They even thought about doing a sequel to this movie. Um, Escape from Bakersfield? Ten years after that. No, actually, I forgot about the one thing that really... Pissed me off about this movie is Escape from Cleveland. Oh yeah, is yeah. Where so is that movie? Much that I want to know what happened. What happened in, in Cleveland? Does anybody know? Chrissy, I Lauren, I wouldn't know. Cleveland. I'm assuming Snake got uh, kidnapped by the government and had to steal some sort of doomsday weapon back from a bunch of criminals. I just assumed that he vacationed <laughs> there. And, yeah, and then realized that he was in Cleveland and he wanted what's, to get out. And they're like, no, you have to stay and enjoy in this, everything that Cleveland has to in offer. This, in this new post-apocalyptic America, Cleveland is the best beachfront property you can get. Because clearly the eastern seaboard is shit. Now the west coast is shit. So you're going to have to go to Cleveland to get the best oh, beachfront God. property there is. And that's where he went on vacation. Drinking, <laughs> drinking margaritas and banging senoritas. <laughs> I only know two things about Cleveland. One, I have a friend who used to live there, and the other is the Drew Carey show. That's it. That's all I know about Cleveland. You love surfing. Cleveland you love rocks. you love you love hang gliding with machine guns. Come to Cleveland, please. No. Okay. No. No. The, the so the the sequel uh, in two thousand six that they were thinking about doing was Escape from Earth. Oh god! Oh, god. Like, like it was going to be expanded, and he had to escape from Earth and uh, uh, to another planet. I guess I don't know. <laughs> That that would have been fun. I'm sure you guys would have loved that. Well, I one. guess oh. eventually you have to escape from Earth, right? Because we're the uh, East and West Coast are both destroyed at this point, so. and the power's out everywhere. Right. He set off that so, massive EMP that destroyed the world's communications. Yeah, I'm sure if that's mm-hmm. happening in the United States, I'm sure it's happening all over the country. I'm gonna give you assholes a chance. <laughs> what do you say we play a little Bangkok rules? Okay, guys, I have IMDb trivia. Do you want to hear it? 
I know you do. Yes. I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm. So here's a couple things that might explain uh, some problems we had with the movie. Uh, number one, did you know that Kurt Russell practiced playing basketball between scenes as he wanted to make all of his shots legitimately in the basketball scene later on? He made all of those shots purely on his own talent, even the full court one. That is an actual bit of IMDb trivia that maybe Kurt Russell wrote. Yes, I believe all of it, except for that that full court shot. I doubt that, (laughs) highly. When you're thinking of it's post-apocalypse, you know, this prisoner is being put to some kind of trial in front of a a group of people like it's Gladiator, would you have thought, hey, they're probably going to make him... Make basket basketball back, baskets. You know, I'm kind of glad they did because I I feel like if this were I don't know I were a character in this world I'd be like well I'm gonna last all of two seconds but then it's basketball and I'm like not that I could win that either but in my head I'm like oh something I may have a shot at like yeah right you have a shot at it right. yeah like maybe <laughs> I could do that we'll see we'll find out let's hope. But did you guys notice that they had guys with machine guns around the perimeter of this yes. chain link fence? Uh, but they when they shot people, they they shot like wouldn't they shoot each other? Like, isn't that how? Yeah, that's how you, you would think how that, g- right. guns and bullets work. Anyway, we were talking about Cleveland, so there are several references to the city of Cleveland. This is actually an in joke reference to a friend of John Carpenter's who knew a guy from Cleveland named Snake Pliskin. Wait, that's his real name. Does that does that work? Like. He stole that guy's name from Was his was his nickname like Snake? Like was he in a motorcycle gang? Or, or does that... his birth certificate say Snake yeah. on it? Like <laughs> I sincerely hope that it was a nickname. Or did he <laughs> legally change his name he after playing right? Metal Gear on the NES? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Snake Pliskin in Cleveland. Like he has to live with this name basically. So um uh Happy Kingdom. So there's a Happy Kingdom in this movie. It was supposed to be Disneyland, but Disney said no go. They didn't give them permission. I don't blame Disneyland. Can you imagine? Why? No. They didn't. No. They didn't want that kind of rep. Hey, Escape from Tomorrow Agreed. took place in Tomorrowland. Why not? Wait, what? Was that a part of this franchise? No, it's not. It was a <laughs> Disney movie, wasn't it? It was not. No, it was yeah. a gorilla-made horror film that was filmed in Tomorrowland. They made it without Disney's knowledge. And then oh, they well, promoted it as as they were. <laughs> it was filmed in Disney World, the first movie ever filmed in Disney World without Disney's permission. And Disney went, "Yeah, sure, whatever, put it out there. Who cares? You're a small indie film. We don't care." Okay. And and no one's seen it. So I, I did. Guess I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> I, I thought it was a Disney movie, but that's Escape from Tomorrowland. Escape Tomorrowland. Yeah. That's a Disney movie, right? It is not. I just told you that. You're no, thinking. I thought there was an actual like. It's called Escape from Tomorrow. The, the the movie you're talking about is t- just Tomorrowland. Right? Yeah, no, oh, the movie just, I'm talking about is called yeah. The movie no, Lauren's thinking of is called Tomorrowland with George Clooney. That was terrible. That was awful. No one saw but that, that either. That was a Disney movie, right? <laughs> that was a Disney. Movie. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of then. So uh, this movie has some pretty shitty CGI. We've already talked about that with <laughs> yeah. you know the sharks and stuff. So this was due to the fact that the employees at the visual effects house, Buena Vista Visual Effects had never dealt with computer graphics before and didn't really know how to achieve them properly. That's, that's an actual trivia. That's interesting that Disney said no to using Disneyland, but Buena Vista is owned by Disney because that is the production company that works for ABC. 
You stole the words right out of my mouth. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't they produce like Boy Meets World? Yep. yep. And yes, right. All, all that CGI in Boy Meets World. Why didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Any Why opening they credits. <laughs> when it's Boy Meets this? World. Boy Meets World. Wandering down this road that we call life is what we're doing. You know that they're like, guys, we got this fucking Boy Meets World intro. You know what's next? Snake Plissken escaping from L.A. <laughs> sure they did full house so same rule they applies did. they did yeah uh, anyway <laughs> so the, so uh sometimes kurt russell wore a slightly transparent eye patch to avoid getting headaches do you believe that yeah i do because yes, yeah. cover up one eye and then walk around all day like that and see how long it's it hard. takes i've lost the contact before and i'm basically <laughs> blind when i don't have my contacts and so i get i get that <laughs> The, uh, the the movie was mostly filmed almost entirely at night. In fact, the production went 70 days without a daylight shoot. My God. They went crazy. It's a long time not have a sliver of daylight. I gotta say. That, that explains a lot about this movie. So, shitty CGI because they didn't know how to do the CGI. And uh, 70 nights of night shooting straight, basically. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, uh, guys, so what would be your final grades for uh, for Escape from L.A.? I'll go to Lauren first. I would say maybe a C minus. Whoa! So we jump from an F plus to a C minus for this movie, <laughs> Chrissy. What what would you give it? I'm between a C and a C minus. Wow. I don't know da- why Dave's shaking his head. Am I not supposed to say minus or pluses? No, like- it doesn't matter. Who cares? Because <laughs> you shake your head at me. Dave, what, what what would you say, sir? I'm shaking my head because, like, I, in comparison to Big Trouble, Little China, oh this God, is this is this is not nearly as good as that. And I'm giving it a C minus also, but because I disliked it that much. But I mean, I still enjoy it. But I'm giving it a C minus because, like, it's it's not what Big Trouble, Little China was, and it's not what Escape right, to New York not. was. So I'm giving a C minus as like a negative, but you're giving a C minus like it should slap that on its chest like some badge of fucking honor. You were happy when you brought a C minus home from school. Don't act like because it's like you were average. I was a straight A student. Okay, so maybe it didn't apply to you. So I I think that Escape from L.A. is a bad movie that is enjoyable to watch uh, mostly. So um, I don't think it has the rewatch factor that Big Trouble in Little China does. Oh, my God. Not at all. That's why I gave it a C-. minus. I don't want to pop this in my DVD player on a rainy Saturday afternoon. I want to watch Big Trouble in Little China on a rainy Saturday afternoon. Not me. I want to watch neither of these on a rainy Sunday afternoon. That's but true. if I'm scrolling by and I happen to see Escape from LA on TBS and there is quite literally nothing, nothing else, else on, right. I will watch it. However, if it's Big Trouble in Little China on and there's also nothing else on, I'm like, well, I guess we get nothing or we get Caillou. Okay, enough with the bashing Big Trouble in Little China, guys. Come on. I would also give this a C minus, so I guess we're all in agreement on, on that. Yeah, but is it weird that we're all in agreement for like different, <laughs> different reasons? <laughs> yes. It, it, angers, oh. it angers me that the girls gave this a C minus and that we're both giving it like a C minus because like, how can you, you like you this more than Big Trouble Little China? It makes no fucking sense. How but could it you like Big Trouble Little China? That you don't like it as much. Well, uh, you, yeah, it just doesn't yes. make sense to me. 
I don't get why people like Big Trouble Little <sighs> China. I don't understand. What's to get, Lauren? What's to get? Okay, I don't, enough. I don't get love it. and a marriage. Uh, love and a marriage. So, uh, so look. Like- <laughs> Sorry. All right. Okay. So we're gonna move on, Lauren. We have a uh, a segment on our show that we like to call a very. Wait, I can't even remember the segment. I'm so I'm so perplexed by this hate. God damn it. Okay, we call it uh, a few good questions. Okay, let me ask you a few questions. Ask me anything in like I'll tell you the truth. It's a bullshit question. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. Well, if you just answer the question. Why don't you just answer the question? Be honest. No big deal. Yeah, answer it. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Um, and so basically we usually answer, you know, questions from Twitter, questions from Facebook, but we're going to flip it on its head uh, this week. And since you guys are newlyweds, we thought it would be a great opportunity to play the newlywed game. So everyone knows the newlywed game. Newlyweds get questions and uh, they have to kind of try to guess each other's answers to those questions. And we've already given both Dave and Lauren five questions that they have um, written down their answers to. Um, unfortunately, we can't do the newlywed game and write it on a, like a placard and show it. So We stayed honest, gonna, I promise. We're going to hope you stayed honest. And so we're just going to go to the, the, the first couple questions here. The first question, this being a movie podcast, I figured I would ask is, what is your favorite movie? And uh, and we'll do a quick why. Why is that your favorite movie? So first, um, Dave, can you guess what is Lauren's favorite movie? Ten Things I Hate About You, and the reason I'm guessing is Heath Ledger. Hmm. Okay. He has an adorable smile. Adorable smile. Well... That's one of the, the, the first things I could definitely agree with Lauren on this tonight. <laughs> if that is true. Okay, Lauren, what, what's uh, what's Dave's favorite movie and why? Dave's favorite movie is Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. And I believe that was the second one of the original movies. And I think that's the one where he says, Luke, I am your father. So I guess people are like flipping shit over that. So that pretty sure that's probably the reason why he likes it. <laughs> Or it's his favorite. Got it. Got it. So, uh, Lauren, is is Dave correct? Is 10 Things I Hate About You your favorite movie because of Heath Ledger's smile? It is my favorite movie. Um, Heath Leather. Heath Le- Ledger. <laughs> Heath Leather. Fun, right? <laughs> he didn't live that long to get leather, I unfortunately. I know. <laughs> yeah, but he's one of the reasons why the other reason why i think i was like 11 when the movie came out and i probably watched it when i was like 12 or 13 for the first time and it was like the first movie i watched as a teenager and i feel like i can it still holds up for me anyway now okay. i, can watch I was wrong and, no but Heath is you're, you're right yeah all right. right all right you're right you're right okay and that's a good movie so that's nothing to be ashamed of that's a great movie so um, Dave is is Lauren right? Empire Strikes Back. She is right, but she's wrong for the reason. <laughs> I mean, the reason is the whole is the whole. I was mean, I right? Was that the? It is the right movie. Okay. It's the right movie. Okay. But the reason is just Empire Strikes Back is like 
the rebellion won this big victory, but they're still in dire straits. The Empire still holds all the power. It's the first time you get to see Boba Fett and oh, Han Solo's God, love story, Fett. which was literally on our wedding cake. I love you. I know was on our fucking just, wedding cake. It's the whole love story between say, Han and Leia is just awesome. I didn't think Han Solo <laughs> was a you know the best answer because I thought that was just he is like, he is Star, Star Wars, Wars to me. I love Star Han Wars Solo. because of saying. Harrison Ford's Han Solo. It's just I he's a scruffy nerf herder and so am I. Like, he loves <laughs> the love story. That's why he loves the movie. He loves I, the hey, love story. Lauren's my princess Leia and she knows that. I've told her that before and I, I'm surprised that she didn't pick up on that when when I when she, you know she knows that that's my favorite movie. So uh, so Chrissy's favorite movie, Lauren. Uh, just so you know, everyone who's listening to this podcast should know is titanic chrissy what's my favorite movie oh uh back to the future ding 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 yay okay so all right so that's the first question second question for you guys is describe your spouse in one word dave what's lauren gonna say what's the one word that describes you uh she's gonna say i'm either funny or ridiculous i don't know which one we'll just go with funny lauren what is dave gonna say to describe you in one word this was tough because I feel like I'm I'm a lot of words to him. I have a good vocabulary but- <laughs> too. <laughs> I went with I'm amazing. He thinks I'm amazing. <laughs> That's not even a word, Lauren. Amazed? <laughs> amazing. Amazing? Ama- yeah, amazing. amazing. Yes. She says amazing. Uh, like 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 she's from Jersey. Yeah, I'm Jersey. Sorry. <laughs> amazing. So, Dave, uh, is is your one word for Lauren amazing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I put a G at the end. Uh, no, I, I said amazing. Uh, and there's, I, I don't know. Did if you she, really? Yeah, you guys I did. cheated. Yes. Come on. No, I did not. I, so the reason I said Lauren's amazing is Lauren is the most disorganized, organized person you've ever seen. Like, Lauren's the type of person who balances her checkbook twice a day. she's the type of person like she runs our schedule she runs everything in my house and i have no fucking clue how she finds the time to like do what she does i i am like i i'm not an organized person there's like method to my madness but like when i see her operate and i see her like she's she's been succeeding at work like so fucking crazy lately um i just really think she is like an amazing person she makes me feel fucking lazy man like all the time. So that's why I said she's amazing. Aww. Aww. That's so sweet. Aww. Okay, I want to hear uh, what's what's uh, what's Dave's word. I did describe him as funny. <laughs> because I'm not good looking. I knew it. <laughs> so uh, funny like a clown. Funny like... Uh... No, I feel like it's turning into good fellas. Like How am I funny? How am I funny to you? Huh? How am I funny? <laughs> This right there, that because every day he's always making me laugh. It whether it's actually something legit, like legit funny, or if he's just being stupid and it's just really cracks me up. It's he's always funny to me. That's very sweet. That is sweet. High sweetest couple. That's that's a that's a high compliment for a guy that does a comedy podcast. So. This is a great question. Uh, if your spouse had a superpower, what would it be? Hmm. Dave, what did Lauren say your superpower is? Uh, I think Lauren said my superpower would be, I hope she said invulnerability or, or like healing. 
invulnerability? Yeah, that I would be like invulnerable. Well, so like I'm a superhero guy. I'm a comic book guy. But like like, what I what I'm really thinking of like is Wolverine's like healing factor. Fuck, I would love to fucking have that power to like get hit by a Mack truck, stand up and just like pop shit back in place, and then walk on, whistle on a tune. I would love to be able to do that. So I hope she said that. <laughs> I'm guessing that she did not say that. But <laughs> Probably. La- La- Lauren, what what does Dave think your superpower is? What Dave thinks my... See, this was hard. I couldn't... I want to say he says speed. Like I can go fast yes. and I do yes. everything quickly. We could buy you speed. I just don't know anybody... Seedy enough to sell no, it to what me. I'm about is Chrissy, I your superpower it... is crack. Yeah, right. Yeah. Crack I, I want to. What I was thinking about, I can get up later, quickly take the dogs for a walk, maybe break no, their No, you legs. can move. Yeah, you can move fast. Maybe the dogs can. Maybe break their legs as I'm walking them, but get to work on time. Every, well, I mean, I get on work on, to, on time anyway, but I can get to work quicker. I can cook dinner quicker. I can get home. Do I can clean. In one night, it would be amazing. That's I want so, that superpower. So that's why I said speed. We need Lauren's like superpower in our house. So, uh, okay. So who's right? Uh, what, what did what did you guys say? Uh, I was wrong about Dave. What did you think I, my superpower was? I think Dave would want to turn invisible. Oh, that's so creepy. I feel well, like that's a creepy because, power. Like, it only has creepy here's, implications. Here's my reasons why. Okay. Well, First, Dave, when you're at work. And people, you you know, you're face to face with people, and you just want to disappear. Like these people can't see me. Oh, you're yelling at me. Ooh, I'm invisible. You can't see me now. Who's crazy? Well, they can't see me because they mostly um, talk to me on over my company cell well, phone. I'm talking so. about when you see them face to face. I rarely um, see people face to face. When anymore. we go to your parents' house during the weekend, sometimes <laughs> you're almost invisible already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, sometimes things happen, and your no. dad wants to talk to you, or. Someone wants to talk to you, and you're like looking at me, like the fuck is going on? You, you know me. I just want to feel nothing. I would love to feel nothing. When Logan's over and she's annoying you, and you just want to sit down and like do your little podcast stuff, and then she comes over, and you know you have to close the laptop because she wants to touch it. I feel like you would to- totally turn invisible because if she saw just the laptop sitting there and just me, she wouldn't touch that fucking thing. There's respect. Between me and her. All right, all right. <laughs> wow. Now, that's my reason why I thought you would want to turn invisible. No. I would only be invisible to go to, like, the lady's shower at the gym. Oh, you would totally fuck around with Luca. Yeah. <laughs> I would fuck with the dog. <laughs> I would fuck with you, mostly. There would be flying knives in this house if I could turn but invisible, like, all the time. I would, I would think I would know that you were turning invisible. I'm like, Dave, cut that shit out. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> all right. So... So what is what is Lauren's actual superpower? Uh, I didn't say speed. So like we're always trying to like look for like a trip to go on, and what always stops us is just the expense of flying. Just like how much it costs to get on an airline these days at times, depending on the time of year. So I said I thought Lauren would love to fly, just like just Supergirl up in the air and fly somewhere. But apparently she would rather run there. Which, by the way, if you if you know Lauren, she can't run more than like fifteen yards without getting winded and stopping and being like, "Done, I'm done." That's why she needs it, Dave. She needs it. So uh, those are great answers, guys. So because uh, we're running out of time, I'm gonna answer. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna do one more question, but we're gonna open this up to everyone. Okay. 
And this is a big question that, that is discussed once you get married and you're, you've been together for a while. So the question is, which character from Friends is your spouse? Um, I'm going to go to Lauren first. Which character from Friends is uh, Dave, Lauren? Oh, I'm giving it. Okay. I think that Dave from Friends is Chandler. Ooh, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Chandler. I have I have wild emotion emotional swings like Chandler. So <laughs> yeah, and Joey was. I mean, he was funny, but the reason why he was funny because he was a complete moron, and you're not a moron, so that's why I couldn't choose oh, Joey. And Ross is just basically like a pussy. So yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a pussy. So I, I had that. to go with you know the worst of the three, or what the, is- the best of the worst. That's what it is. So so who is Lauren, Dave? <laughs> uh, Lauren's Rachel. Um, I, I could have said Monica, but if I said Monica, that's basically implying that Lauren's a bitch. And I feel like Rachel was only ever a bitch when she needed to be. And I feel like that's the way Lauren is. But also, like, Rachel's also, like, this character. She She's kind of, like, just always wanting more for herself. And she's always, like, doing what she has to do to get, like, more for herself, like, throughout the show. Um, so I, I went with Rachel. All right, Chrissy, uh, which, which Finn's character am I? Oh, boy. Well, you just oh. called Ross a pussy, so yeah, I'm not I sure that I can really say that. Terrible, like, so, no, Chrissy, Chrissy, again, we've talked about this many times before. Chrissy says that I'm a cross between uh, Chandler and Ross. Yes. So, uh, is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. You, you have some Ross-like qualities, and then you have some Chandler-like qualities. You're not any one of the three universally. Definitely not Joey. The question is, when do you get a monkey, and what will you name him? <laughs> Good lord! I've got enough responsibility in my life, Dave. Monkeys are lots of responsibility. Um, but that monkey the- can be an outbreak too. Oh god! So everyone, so Chrissy uh, swears that she is a is a Rachel, but I keep saying that she's a Monica, and she's <laughs> supremely pissed about this. See, I like, thought I was more of a Monica because I feel like I'm a controlling. No, Monica bitch. is a cunt. Like she's just a straight fucking cunt. <laughs> Monica thinks I am. No, I do not. That she, I, I told you she's, she's a Monica because she's very uh, she's very OCD about things. She's very anal retentive about things. <laughs> and then when she when she's like, I'm not a Monica. I'm gonna go on online and take these quizzes and then ask all my friends <laughs> if I'm a Monica. And I was like, That's totally what Monica would do. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, Monica in the later seasons, she just becomes like, she's almost like this, uh, it's where I didn't like Monica's character later on, but I liked Monica early on. It's, it's, it's strange. They, so they really I have to admit, I haven't watched enough episodes of the show to really say with absolute certainty, but there you go. I've seen every episode and you say I'm wrong. Well, You're hold wrong. On. Hold on, sir. I do know a few things. I know that Monica is obsessive compulsive to a degree that her organization skills are just like fucking off the charts. And I know that my organizational skills are somewhere on the opposite end of the spectrum of the charts. Like they're not even on the chart. Like you wish that I could be like as responsible as a third grader. So there's that. Secondarily, like I, I mean, I don't know. I think Monica's smarter than me. I think she is. I think that she's just smarter than me. Don't put yourself down that way, Chrissy. You're a Monica, and you should just just own it. Own it, after, Chrissy. After the way uh, Chrissy just described Monica, I, can I change my answer? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
You guys are both Monica's after hating Big Trouble in Little China. That is true. That is true. Oh, please. Rachel would have fucking... No, she wouldn't. Rachel would shit on it like that. No, she wouldn't. She would have supported Ross. She would have supported Ross in the love for Big Trouble. She would totally agree with us. She would have gone along with it and been like, Ross, whatever you like, I like. And then Monica would have been like, fuck you for liking this. I hate yeah. you. No, Rachel would not have gotten off the plane for this fucking movie. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, man. So, that's all our questions. We got to kind of wrap it up here. But before we do, we got to thank, <laughs> thank Dave and Lauren for joining us for this. Thank uh, you for having us. You thank guys you so are, much. You guys are, are super awesome. Um, Dave, let can you tell everyone where they can find you on the, the interwebs? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. You can find our podcast on iTunes and anywhere that podcasts are heard. Stitcher, Google Play, etc., etc., etc. Best place to find new episodes is just follow us on Twitter. Um, our latest episode, episode 38, it's uh, me and a guest host, Wes. We kind of just talk about our shitty week, and then we break down the trailers for Spider-Man Homecoming and Justice League. And then me and Jay did a live show from a local brewery called Broken Goblet, and we talked about Roger Rabbit and did trivia with the crowd. It was a lot of fun. Check it out. Oh, holy crap. I can't wait to hear that. Shout out to to Wes from Via VHS and, and to Jay. Shout out to Jay. Um, who? Um, yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> it's basically that La- guy that that comes into Lauren's house every Monday. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but not only that, Lauren, I, I heard you on an episode just uh, two episodes ago talking about Beauty and the Beast. So, mad ups to you for, for joining the podcast and, and pitching in. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, Dave and I probably should give shout outs to you know our partner and family. Uh, friends and family, as well as our movie pod squad, uh, bros, the 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 premium bros, the 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 guys that we talk way too much uh, online with. <laughs> Look at Chrissy. Chrissy's like, yep, yep, I'm, yep. I'm just smiling and nodding. That there's nothing wrong with smiling and nodding. We like movies, Chrissy. I'm happy for you. We like movies, and you we like talking. Your outlet, Ross. You and the dinosaurs. Have so many friends. I'm so happy for him. I do. I I'm have great. I have more than one now. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. Yes, Lauren. <laughs> but the uh, best part is these aren't friends that like bother Lauren. <laughs> it's true, because they stay on your phone. <laughs> and 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 now that Lauren knows that we build up Dave and we keep him from getting too angry and we you know <laughs> give give him nothing but positive praise, Lauren should be very happy that we that he has us in his life. So there you go. Movie pod squad, my goose fraba. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so like I said, thanks guys for being on the show. Um, in terms of our show, Chrissy, we can find you can. We're everywhere. We're on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Podbean. You could basically just Google movie geek, and this comes up. Or you start typing "so I married," and this is like one of the first things that comes up under axe murderer. Exactly. We're not axe murderers uh, at That's all. That's not you. Yeah. Not yet. Um. <laughs> Time. <laughs> and what else? So uh so next week on the podcast we got the return of a uh, fantasy movie draft, which is super exciting. And uh it's gonna be one of our live in the room drafts, and Chrissy's gonna be taking part in it. And um we're I'm not gonna tell you exactly what it is, but we'll I'll give you the tease that it's my favorite director of all time. <gasps> so Steven Spielberg. I'm kidding, cut that out. 
Damn it, Dave. I'm not going to cut this out. It is it is Steven Spielberg. So yes! That's going to be exciting. And then the month the month after in May, uh, Dave's coming on to, to do a little drafting as well. So it should be exciting. Yeah. Can I drop uh, one more plug? Go ahead. For uh, at Podstalgic, uh, the Podstalgic uh, podcast. Uh, I was just on it with Pete from Podstalgic, and we did our first ever movie wars. The year is 1984 versus the year 1989 in film. And we uh, picked 15 categories, and we put movies from those years up against each other, and we had a lot of fun doing it. So check that out when that drops uh, for Podstalgic. Mm. That's going to be hard. We love you, and we love Peter. It's it's like, how do you pick sides? I can't wait to hear that episode. Um Chrissy has a a, pitch, a potential date with Peter as well sometime soon to talk about her favorite movie of all time. Which you keep saying is Titanic, which is very true. However, also Moulin Rouge. It's not. Say. Titanic is your favorite movie, Chrissy. Why are you trying to tell me what my favorite movie is? Because I know. And because you've made me watch it 20,000 times. So. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, thanks, Dave and Laura, for joining the show. Thanks, everyone, who is... Listen through all of this, especially if you love Big Trouble in Little China. Dave and I tried our best uh, to defend uh, its honor. Uh, all the nope. All the nope. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, and uh, so, yeah, that's it. And uh, we're going to catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you.